Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 6, 2020. On this day in 1757, English poet Christopher Smart was admitted into St. Luke's Hospital for Lunatics in London, beginning his six-year confinement to mental asylums. Christopher Smart was born on April 11, 1722 in shipborne Kent, England. His father, a steward on the estate of Lord Vane, died when Smart was 11. Smart attended the Durham School and was later educated at Pembroke College, Cambridge University, where he was well known for his Latin verses. The Odes of Horace would remain influential throughout Smart's career. He translated the words of Horace in 1756. After college, Smart earned a living in London editing and writing copy for periodicals and composing songs for the popular theater. During this time, he became known for his reckless drinking and spending habits. He was arrested for debt in 1747. In 1752, he published his first collection, Poems on Several Occasions, and married Anna Maria Carnan. They had two daughters. In the 1750s, Smart developed a form of religious mania that compelled him to continuous prayer. Samuel Johnson remarked, My poor friend Smart showed the disturbance of his mind by falling upon his knees and saying his prayers in the street or in any other unusual place. In 1756, he published Hymn to the Supreme Being, on recovery from a dangerous fit of illness. In 1756, he published a hymn entitled Supreme Being on Recovery from a Dangerous Fit of Illness. However, from that time onward, Smart was confined with one brief intermission until 1763 in St. Luke's Hospital and then in Mr. Potter's Madhouse in Bethnal Green. During his confinement, he wrote what many see as his most original and lasting works, A Song to David, and the lengthy manuscript Jubilate Año. The last five years of Smart's life were marked by increasing debt and need. He was arrested again for debt in 1770 and died on May 21st of 1771. Smart's poem, A Song to David of 1763, praises the author of the Psalms as an archetype of the divine poet, although in its own time the poem was greeted largely with confusion. Later poets such as Browning and Yeats would single out this poem for its affirmation of spirituality in an increasingly materialistic world. In this respect, Smart has been considered as a forerunner to poets such as John Clare and William Blake. Smart is also known for his distinctive and often anthologized homage to his cat, Geoffrey. This poem comes from the surviving fragments of Jubilate Año, which was also written during his confinement, but not published in a definitive edition until 1954. The surviving fragments of Jubilate Año are composed in a series of antiphonal verses beginning either with the word let or for, and Smart envisions himself as the Lord's new writer, the scribe evangelist, spreading the word. The poem is both a personal and philosophical diary, and it presents an encyclopedic gathering of obscure lore, genealogy, and wordplay. Startling alterations of tone and juxtaposition of material, as well as a careful attention to the quotidian, energize Jubilate Año. 
Smart's work has captured the attention of contemporary artists such as Allen Ginsberg and Theodore Rothke, and perhaps most notably, Benjamin Britten, who composed the cantata Rejoice in the Lamb. Scored for four soloists, choir, and organ, it's an utterly charming piece based on Smart's most famous poem and depicts his most idiosyncratic praise and worship of God by all created beings and things, each in its own way. Each soloist has an aria of sorts, the first being, For I will consider my cat Jeffrey, for soprano. For the mouse is a creature of great personal valor, for alto. For tenor, there is for the flowers are great blessings, and for H is a spirit and therefore he is God, for bass. Despite having been the tenor soloist in the past, my favorite is the alto's number about the valiant mouse. Here's a little bit of it. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.